express it in a measure, that you'd flood our hearts, that you'd start with us, God, that you'd flood our cities, that your presence like a cloud would hover our cities and our homes and our hearts, God, that it would be like a contagious disease, Father, your presence right now in Jesus' name. gentlemen good morning and welcome to episode number 291 of rise up make sure you smash that rumble button we would definitely appreciate that also make sure you are following the channel we just had a couple people in the chat that said they never ever ever followed they don't even know why just sitting there staring them in the face and they've never done it so if you've not followed the channel yet Please make sure that you do that when you go to the LFA TV uh, channel here on Rumble. Click follow. Make sure you are following the page. I do believe that you have to um, have a profile, number one, which is very simple and everybody should do. Uh, if you have a profile on Facebook or, or Twitter or YouTube or any of those, you should definitely over all of those have a profile here on Rumble. And then once you do that, you're able to like, you're able to comment, you're able to rumble rant, but you can always share. You don't have to have a profile to share the link out. So if you guys could do that for me this morning, we would really appreciate it. we got a great show to get to this morning. Uh, time with dad. How many of you remember your time with your dad when you were younger? How many of you were lucky enough to have a dad that you could spend time with? And if you did, what was it like? Was it fun? Was it great? My channel is unfollowing itself, said T. Mitchell. Here's what you do. Email 
in droves. If you find out that you're uh, that you are unfollowing the page automatically, email immediately support at rumble.com because they don't believe it's happening. I tell them it's happening all the time and they're like, yeah, we can't really, unless somebody lets us know on their channel, we can't really do anything about it. So make sure you guys send those into support at rumble.com. Thank you, Grammy Love. She said, I look good in my new uh, LFA TV flannel. Make sure you guys uh, check out the LFA TV flannels on jeremyherald.com. And uh, there's three different kinds. There's blue like this one. There's black and gray. And there's red and black. So make sure you check them all out. Um, spending time with your dad. If you had a good father, what was it like? I, I, never, um, I never got to do that. I never got to throw football with my dad. I never got to throw baseball with my dad. I never got to have my dad take me to a game or to the movies or, uh, you know, come and watch my, uh, my, my, my sports that I played. Uh, I didn't have that. So I always ask my son, um, what was it like or what is it like? And my son's just like, I don't know. It's, you're my dad. You're here all the time. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I know. It's kind of hard to ask you that question, isn't it? I'm trying to get an answer to something that he wouldn't know how to answer. All he knows is that his dad is here, right? Um, so anybody that was fortunate enough to spend time with their dad, I can imagine that uh, you'd say, man, it was the greatest thing in the world. I, 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 would only, I could only imagine. And I, and I say that because when I spend time with my father in heaven, the ultimate father who's always there, who's always there with you to throw a ball or something like that. When I spend time with him, I am very, very fulfilled. I am very fulfilled. And um, we're going to talk about that today. Okay? I also got some videos to show you. And two years in the making, Eli, we finally got our Rise Up Coffee commercial done. Now, people might ask, why did it take two years to make? Well, because the way we did this was that we were, instead of trying to spend a bunch of money, which we don't have, we wanted to make a quality commercial that was like a movie trailer. Uh, we, we, we really liked that revolutionary time period. Like if you look at the Rise Up coffee bag, it's the revolutionary time period. And so what we did was we tried to schedule filming around the uh, reenactments of the civil wars and the revolutionary wars. We tried to uh, schedule around that. Well, the problem was two years ago, there was still COVID going on. So it was really hard to schedule. It kept getting pushed back. Not only that, we had to schedule uh, horse riders and a horse farm and a whole bunch of stuff. Friends of ours, it's all about who you know, right? We didn't pay, you know, astronomical amount of money for this. This was done from people just working really, really hard for a very long time, um, being rescheduled and being pushed around and then priorities taking, uh, you know, uh, priorities of uh, this network and, and family and life, you know, came up and we just kind of pushed things back. Well, it's finally done. And uh, we're going to, I'm going to show you that today. Um, but we're going to also talk about my uh, visit back to Dunkin' Donuts this morning. Um, it's not a very great story because there's not much to tell. Uh, as I was driving to the Dunkin' Donuts this morning to apologize to the lady there that I yelled at, 
um, something was telling me, you know, the, the devil was going, ah, don't do it. Don't do it. Just go to the studio and just say you didn't go this morning. Just go to the studio and just say, no, I didn't make it this morning. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do that. So while I'm driving to uh, work, Dunkin' Donuts is literally next door. So all I had to do was just go by work, go into Dunkin' Donuts, pull out of Dunkin' Donuts, and then pull into work again. And I said to, like, I said to God, I said, why is this such a hard thing to do? Why is this such a difficult thing for me to go do? I have no problem apologizing to anybody. Why is this difficult? And I, and, I, and I realized why it's difficult. It wasn't difficult for me. It's difficult because I know things like that are difficult for pe- other people. I know other people don't want to confront anything, even if it is an apology from somebody else. So what I said was, Lord, Heavenly Father, give me the courage to just go and the strength to just go. I'm just going to go. So I did. And I went there and I walked in. There was a line of people, as always, it seems like. Um, But I went inside this time. Still a line of people in there. And she isn't there. She wasn't there today. Whole different crew of people. I didn't even see the same person that I that from yesterday. So she wasn't there. And um, Lolo says, where are you at, Jeremy? In New Hampshire. I'm in New Hampshire. Oh, and if you're not seeing the screen, it's because you're probably not refreshed. I'd close your tab and reopen Rumble or open it on a different browser or something. Uh, so she wasn't there. Uh, I will go back. Maybe I'll go back. Maybe she'll be there this afternoon. Maybe she just it's her day off. I don't know. I will go back again uh, because I was already. I walked in, smile on my face, and unfortunately, uh, she wasn't there. So... Anyway, long story short, not a very uh, great story to tell this morning. I was hoping that I'd be able to tell you this wonderful story that we talked and we hugged and I God blessed her and whatever, but it didn't happen this morning. So stay tuned for that story, for the second part of that story. Oh, you're wondering where I am because of the background. Oh, I'm in this beautiful cabin in New Hampshire. Yeah, I I bought this beautiful million dollar cabin. No, no, this is just a background. (laughs) This is just a background that Eli found and put up and... uh, uh, so, you know, you know, it's nice and cozy and we're drinking our rise up coffee. And so that is my story for this morning, ladies and gentlemen, there's really not much of a story to tell, but I did find it weird how difficult it was, um, to just go apologize. Like I, I it, and again, it wasn't me. It was the devil telling me she's not going to like it anyway. She's not going to accept it anyway. She's not going to give you the time of day anyway. And I was like, God, give me the courage to just go no matter what, no matter what the devil is putting uh, on me. So the, it was it was really it was nice to just break through that that wall. The devil did not want me to the devil did not want me to mend. The devil only wants to divide. We're going to be talking about that as well today. We're going to be talking about time with dad and we're going to be talking about division and we're going to be talking about how a house divided amongst itself cannot survive a country a nation divided amongst itself cannot survive so um the devil was really trying to stop that today and uh and we're going to talk about that ethich says i got to get over to your neck of the woods jeremy claremont is about an hour and 20 minutes from where i live don't worry just pop in we'll let you know (laughs) okay yes definitely never just pop in we had a guy pop in here the other day right eli this used to be a this building that we're in it used to be a tanning salon right? And 
like a 70-year-old man came in. There hasn't been a tanning salon here for like 10 years, by the way. And like a 70-year-old man just walked in. The door was unlocked because my wife was going in and out with boxes of stuff to like, you know, rise up coffee to send out. He just walks in. Is this the tanning place? My wife's like, no. What? No. And he's like, oh, there used to be a tanning place here. She said, no, this is not a tanning place. This is not a public place. Uh, so, you know, I was on air, so I didn't see it on the camera. And uh, anyway, <laughs> just waltzed right in, huh? Uh, had, I, had I known, I would have invited him in and said, come on in, talk to the people, I guess, <laughs> about how you're uh, here as a 70-year-old man ready for a tan. I, I, <laughs> don't, don't you, at that point, don't you just leave and move to Florida from New Hampshire? Anyway, um, Jeremy, are you still thinking about moving? And if so... Is it going to happen to your mom and the show? Uh, no, we are not uh, thinking about moving any longer, at least not right now. Too much going on, too much uh, stuff with the company, uh, not enough funds to really do it anyway. Uh, but we were, we were only going to move to a, uh, a different area for the kids for better uh, opportunities for them. The studio would have just um, stayed here, and I would have just done some remote stuff. But it's not happening now anyway, so it doesn't matter. Let's get to the Lord in prayer. We are 21 minutes past the hour. We're going to dive right into spending time with dad and then talking about a house divided if you don't spend time with dad. And by now, it's not, you know, it's not dad. It's dad, dad, right? All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord and Heavenly Father, every single day we get to come to you multiple times a day for comfort, for joy, or even just to sit and have a conversation. There's so many ways that we can spend time with you. And Lord, today, as I talk with the great LFA Rise Up people here, all in fellowship, worshiping you, all here for you, Lord. We're not here for any other reason but for you, Dad. And as everybody's in, coming in today, Lord, please weigh it on people's hearts to share the, the message out. Spread the gospel, not gossip. Lord, please bring in uh, ears and eyes that need to hear and see this message today because there's so many things that we can do to honor you and spend time with you. I don't think that a lot of people even know. So let's talk about that today, Lord, together. And please, 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 Lord, continue to bless this family. Continue to bless those in this chat who are asking for prayers. Continue to bring healing and restoration. And Lord, above all else, continue to give us courage to do things in your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. We have 1,300 people watching. So what I'd like to do, Eli, if, you, if we'd like, let's play the Rise Up Coffee commercial. I mean, it, took t- it only took two years, and the whole reason for the Rise Up show was to drink Rise Up Coffee and talk about God, right? So uh, before we get into anything, I do want to play the brand new Rise Up Coffee commercial. Ladies and gentlemen, I, uh, I want to thank uh, producer Eli. I want to thank uh, my friend uh, Tom. Uh, what is it? Take, take 12? Take 2? Take 12? Take 12 Productions is the actual name. TNT Limited, not Take 12. TNT Limited Production is the name of the guy's business uh, who helped us with this. And he is a God-fearing Christian. By the way, the Armor of God video, he also directed and produced. So we decided to use uh, him for the Rise Up Coffee commercial as well. Ladies and gentlemen, 
I owe it to you. Here it is. Enjoy. history of the world, the struggle to survive has been a constant. The human spirit has been frequently tested. Every man has had his own struggle. Every man has made sacrifices. And every man has been pushed beyond their limits. Survival is crucial. The desire to be prepared has never wavered. Generations that came before us realized the importance of gaining every advantage. How you face adversity could change your life. Success depends on it. History is defined by it. Our spirit is fueled by it. Our strength comes in many forms. The strength to fight the strength to overcome, the strength to believe, the strength to win, the strength to rise. Rise up, coffee. Rise up to meet your challenge. Woo! It was a coffee trap. He set a coffee trap for the Redcoats because it was so good, and he got him. It's the rebirth of America. You should get this on mainstream media. Well, the, the, unfortunately, it, it comes you know to market something like that, which I would love to, by the way. Uh, it costs big dollars, so I'm just going to let it go where God lets it go. But that was out. Me and Eli, we came up with this concept. We really wanted to capture the rebirth of America, the revolutionary feeling, the revolutionary red, white, and blue spirit. We wanted to capture the the fact that even back then, people were roasting coffee. Coffee started your day, and coffee ended, ended your day. You rose up with coffee and breakfast in the morning and the old school way of doing it. What a great commercial. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Eli. Two years in the making. Thank you to everybody that was involved, all of the Revolutionary War reenactment people, all of the people with the horses. You guys are great, wonderful New Englanders, and I couldn't be more happy. I could not be more happy with the way that came out. So uh, thank you all. I can see in the comment thread you guys are all very, very happy uh, with that. Don't mess with that guy's coffee. Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, great commercial. Thank you. Very cool. Does look like a movie trailer. That's, that's, how, that's what we wanted to capture. We wanted to capture that movie trailer feel. Uh, I smell that coffee over the fire. That was dramatic. Good job. It was well worth the wait. Woohoo! Great commercial. Make it a short. We'll share it everywhere. Well, I have already put it. Uh, I've already put it on Instagram and Twitter. If you follow me, either place there. But we also upload it here on on um, on Rumble as well. Order your Rise Up Coffee. Yeah, greatest coffee commercial ever. I ever I know. Right? Hey, Black Rifle Coffee. Eat your heart out. Right, Eli unbelievable they did left me wanting more i know now we need to make an actual movie after me and uh, eli and i saw that we said now we got to make a movie called rebirth of america 
where everything that's going on in the world is going on in the movie right now. And four or five fathers just say, I've had enough of CRT. I've had enough of this crap. And they rise up and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then we have a rebirth of America. Like in order to do that, we'd need, <laughs> we'd need some money though. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, here's to Rise Up Coffee and this Rise Up show. I order every two weeks, three to four bags on the regular, says Kalia. Well, pretty soon we're going to get K-Cups, too. I know a lot of people want K-Cups, so we're going to get that as well. Okay, now, moving on from that. Um, I want to talk about spending time with God. Now, we do have a verse that I also want to get to today, but I want to talk about the different ways that you can spend time with God the different ways that you can spend time with your father in heaven, dad, as we like to call him. And these are ways that not only you can spend time with him, but that you can worship him. When you're spending time with God, you are worshiping him, folks. Worshiping God comes in so many different ways ways and forms. Eli Jephoff said the LFA family will cast for free in that movie. Yeah, right? Starring all of the LFA family members as different roles. Actual patriots in an actual patriotic God-fearing film. Oh, that might just have to happen someday. Just another idea, right, Eli? (laughs) Um... Yes, and I know, exactly. Okay, so there's, you don't have to drop to your knees. You don't have to say seven Hail Marys. Don't have to go to confession. Don't have to go to church, although I suggest going to church. You don't have to really do it in a specific way because there are so many ways that you can worship, love, and spend time, carve out time with your Father God in heaven that you might not even know yet. So let's get into some of those ways. How you can spend time with your Father. (laughs) Best part of waking up is rise up in your cup. (laughs) I know, we got to come up with a, uh, a catchy jingle now too, Eli, right? Uh, But yes, that would be a blast if we could all make a movie together. Okay, number one, listening to a sermon while folding laundry and washing dishes. Ladies and gentlemen, when you join Rise Up every day and you've got this playing in the background if you're working, playing in the background while you're doing uh, running errands, doing chores around the house, maybe you're watching it even, maybe you're just catching glimpses of it here and there while you're at work. That's a form of worshiping God. You are spending time with your creator, spending time with your father in heaven. That is not only fun and it's not only a blessing, but it is worship too. My daughter, my seven, well, soon to be seven-year-old daughter, Lillian, she hasn't done it much lately, but for like two or three years when I was getting home late at night, because I would do the five o'clock show, um... She would wait at the end, like I'd walk in the door, and when you walk into my house, my living room, you can see right through to the kitchen. 
Well, she'd be standing at the end of the kitchen and she would run to me and she would go, I missed you, daddy. And then she'd jump up into my arms and give me a hug. She would do that every single day. Imagine, imagine for those out there who didn't um, ever have kids or for those out there who remember having little kids. Remember that time? I miss you, daddy, or mommy, you're home, I love you. That's a great feeling. That's what God feels like when we run to him. Think about that. If you're a parent and your, fr- and your children ever did that when they were little, little kids, run up to you, give you a hug, couldn't wait to see you when you got home from work. That is what God feels our father, Yahweh, Adonai, the great I am, the father of lights, that is what he feels when we run to him. So think about that. Except the feeling that he feels is even more intense. Now, some of you are grandmas and grandpas, and, you, and that happens now. Grammy, grandpa, papa, nana, whatever it is they call you. You know the feeling, right? That's what God does when we run to him. So if you are listening to this rise up or if you're listening to a pastor or listening to some kind of a sermon and you're just folding laundry and washing dishes, that's okay. That's okay. Number two, turning it way up and blasting Christian music. Right? Opening up your windows on a nice spring day. The birds are chirping. (whistles) Right, Eli? You know that morning? (whistles) Hear that in the morning? That rise up coffee is brewing. That American pecan smell is just flooding through the house room by room. You wake up, you put up your windows. (whistles) You brew that rise up coffee. You crank some Christian worship music and you sing at the top of your lungs for God. Oh, does he love that? Or if you're driving in your car and you got your windows down and you're just cranking it, you pull up to a stoplight and the person next to you is like this and you're like, our God is an awesome God. He reigns, right? Oh man, there's nothing better. There's no better feeling than blasting Christian music. And this is coming from somebody who's played every style of music you can ever think of except for jazz. Because, you know, Eli knows I can't stand it. Jazz reminds me of when my head is all anxiety and, like, I can't think of one thing at one time because there's too many people doing too, different, too many different things. That's me with jazz. But I've played every music you can ever dream of playing. I've learned instruments. I've sang on mics, all that. And nothing to me. I have performed in front of crowds of Thousands and thousands from here to California. Well, to here from here to uh, Las Vegas anyway. And I never, ever, 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 ever felt as fulfilled and joyful as I do when I am blasting Christian worship music. I feel like David. I got to be honest with you. I feel like David just, you know, dancing like Phoebe runs on Friends. You know what I mean? All crazy and dumb and stupid looking to other people, but God loves it. That's all I care about because I'm performing for an audience of one at this point. 
The audience of thousands didn't fulfill me, but the audience of one gives me all the fulfillment I would ever need, the joy, all the joy that comes from singing Christian music as loud as you possibly can with those windows open. Oh, I'm telling you, folks. I'm telling you. In the waiting, in the searching, in the healing and the hurting, like a blessing buried in the broken pieces. Every minute, every moment, where I've been and where I'm going. I just love it. I'll do it when I'm outside doing yard work. I got my earbuds in. I'm singing Christian music. The neighbors are probably going, man, he's, a, he's in the Holy Spirit today. Love it. That's another form of spending time with God. Worshiping him. Number three. Journaling your prayers. Journaling your prayers. Something I've never done. Well, kind of. Kind of. I do journal my prayers digitally, Eli, every day. I don't journal them and write them down, which I should. I would like to have a diary, like a journal book, like a prayer book. That's a good idea. I never really thought about doing that. Getting up and writing down my prayers and then saying them or saying them and then writing them down. Hmm. Journaling your prayers. Never thought of that one. That's a good one. Sitting down, writing them down. You know why? Because it's like anything else. It's like your memories on Facebook. The picture memories, Eli, remember? I mean, I don't have Facebook anymore, but I remember like every annual like birthday or something, it would pop up what you did last birthday or you know what I mean? The algorithm would kick in and bring back memories. Well, a journal um, of prayers could kind of do the same thing, right? You go back and you go, oh, what did I write that day? And yes, fasting. Fasting is very important. Journaling and fasting, right? So journaling your prayers. Another way to not only worship, but you're spending time with God. Again, I love you, Daddy. Right? That's us. We are the I love you daddies. We're the little kids that run to him every time we do something like this. It's wonderful. And you want to know what's funny? It's because, oh, hold on a minute. Oh, Jeremy, not sure if you seen my message the other day. My husband wore the Rapture Ready shirt at Walmart, and an older guy stopped him and asked where he got it, and he said your name, and the guy knew you. <laughs> yeah, we're getting that. We get that sometimes. Remember, Eli, remember when we went to D.C.? And we were stopping at rest areas in like Maryland and Delaware and people would be like, Jeremy. And we're like, what? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, yeah, we're getting that a lot more now. Now if we make movies, Eli, people even do it even more. You know what we got to do? We got to make all the LFA TV family members famous. Let's make a movie, have it go viral, like independent viral, right? Make $100 million, put that money towards something for God and make the LFA family members famous in God's eyes. That would be so beautiful, God. If that is your will, please let that happen. I want to be a part of that. Now, going back to that, I didn't get to be the kid 
Yeah, that one just made me sad. That one just dug a knife in deep. Huh. Anyway, I didn't get to be the kid who got to run to my dad or my mom and say, Daddy, I love you. That always sucked. However, as a 44-year-old man, I am the child of God that now runs to my father in heaven and says, I love you and I miss you, daddy. Hmm. What a great revelation. Number four. Venting. Venting out your issues to God when you get some alone time with him. Another form of praying and talking to God is just to do it like he's your friend. Yes, your father, but you know how you only go to your friend with certain stuff? There's stuff that I go to my friends with that I don't even go to my family with, right? You go to your friends with a certain stuff. Well, that's the same kind of thing that God wants you to do. He wants you to just come to him with things and be like, not like, not like, it's like this. How do you, how do I explain this? Um, God can be your everything, right? So when you were a kid, you didn't go to your mom or your dad with certain things because you just didn't. You didn't want their perspective. You didn't feel like you needed their advice. You wanted perspective and advice from somebody your own age. Somebody that you are coexisting with, going through the same problems with. Hard to go to somebody who's not going through those same problems, even if they are your mom and dad. And they went through those problems before. So you only go to your friend. That's God wants to not only be your father, he wants to be your friend. He wants you to be able to come to him and trust him with things that you may not have trusted your dad or mom with. He can be many things. So just venting to him. It's another form. Number five. Reading a daily devotional scripture. Whether that be an app like version. Or whether that be Sarah Young's Jesus Calling or Sarah Young's Jesus Listens. These daily devotionals. One minute prayer for dads. If it wasn't for these kind of um, publishings, I would have never, ever, ever made it to where I am today with my journey with Jesus. I didn't start reading scripture. I started reading testimonials and devotionals, which I still do every day. They turn me and push me towards the scripture that God wants me to read. So even reading daily devotional, as long as it is tied to or points you in scripture's direction because I I don't feel like reading daily devotionals and testimonials is enough. I think you've got to kind of um I think you've got to kind of cap that off 
with uh, cap off devotionals with scripture. That's my personal opinion. Okay. And number six, having a full blown conversation with God in the garden. What does that mean? Remember when I went on a date with God a couple months back, a few months ago? Remember that? Eli, I think that might have even been when we first moved into the studio. It's been a while. I went on a date with God. Remember that? Well, God wants you to just take a walk in his creation. Park, woods, garden, something other than streets, concrete, blacktop, and buildings. He wants you to go out into his creation. Touch the bark of a tree. Touch the leaves of a tree. Pick some flowers. Smell them. Grab a handful of grass. Smell it and let it go in the wind. These are all good blessings, good creations that God created for you to enjoy. One creation enjoying another direct creation. Not one Direct creation, enjoying a man-made creation. That's what God wants you to do. He wants you to take your shoes off, first of all. He wants you to get the rubber soles off of your feet. He wants you to be grounded and connected. Do you know how important, Eli, being grounded and connected? There is a, you know, like current, you have to have a ground wire. Well, that current that flows through your body is the same current that's in the earth. So people that are barefoot, like, you know, like some people just like live barefoot. Like my wife in the summer, she's a, she doesn't have shoes on ever, right? People that are barefoot and I've grounded to the earth, statistically uh, redu- re- uh, reduce their chances of heart attack, stroke, cancer, everything. Because the more you are grounded to creation, the very dirt that you came from at the beginning of time, that is when you are Really, 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 really in connection with God. And if you're out there walking in the woods or you're out there in a field and you're, you're barefoot and you're touching all this creation and you're praying and you're spending time with him, having a full-blown conversation with him in the garden, that's what he wants. Eli said that they say even 10 minutes in the morning standing on the grass with bare feet will change uh, your, your biological response to things. Um, I, I agree with that. I agree with that fully. Um, enjoy creation. Spend time with God in his creation. Full-blown conversations with God in his creation. 100%. Now, before I go to some videos here, I saved something here, and I want to talk to you about it. Verse of the day today. So yesterday, we read from 2 Timothy. Today, I want to read... First Timothy. And I want to read what happens when a house is not joined together in the name of God. Now remember this. I spent three years not being able to see my family until 6, 30, 7 o'clock at night. I spent three years not being able to eat dinner with my children during some of the most important times of their childhood. 
my daughter Lily didn't eat dinner with me five days a week from the time until she was uh, from three until six years old. I missed a lot of father time there. And as I missed a lot of father time growing this and growing my faith and stuff like that, I wasn't applying it at home as much as I was applying it here and as much as I was applying it elsewhere. And what happened was my home became divided. And when my home became divided because there wasn't a strong male presence there in the name of God, worshiping every day with my family, even if it was just one of those six things that we just talked about, even if it was just blaring music, what happened is we became divided. We became divided. And it caused a lot of problems. And nobody was worshiping together as God. And that was a problem. Now we are again. Now that I can get home for dinner, the whole thing, our whole lives have changed. It's that, it's that amazing. Check this out. First Timothy. I mean, excuse me. We're not reading from Timothy today. I apologize. I switched it at the last minute. We're reading from Mark. Mark 3, 23. If you've got your Bibles, Please open up to Mark 3, 23. So Jesus called them over to him and began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan opposes himself and is divided, he cannot stand. His end has come. In fact, no one can enter a strong man's house without first tying him up. Then he can plunder the strong man's house. Truly, I tell you, people can be forgiven all their sins and every slander they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will, for, will never be forgiven. They are guilty of eternal sin. Let's break that down. First of all, what is guilty of eternal sin? Blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. What is blaspheming against the Holy Spirit? Blaspheming against the Holy Spirit is knowing God exists, knowing Jesus is real, knowing the Holy Spirit exists, believing it fully, but not following it and rejecting it, and adopting and absorbing the sin and the demons and the devil that want your soul instead, and you're okay with it. Because you don't want to be controlled as Lucifer was. You don't want to have those boundaries. You want to have your own dominion. That's what that means, number one. Number two, a house divided against itself, a nation, a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. Are we just going to pretend that we're not talking about America right now? Are we just going to pretend that because America, a nation divided against itself is falling, that that's not a direct result of the homes being divided against themselves? How many fatherless homes do we have out there right now? How many orphans do we have out there right now? 
How many drug addict, drug addicted parents that don't really care about the children that they have? They just try to have more so they can get more welfare, more food stamps or whatever it is. And that's their generational life. How much of that is going on? How many households out there are not eating supper together uh, at a certain time? How many people out there are not praying before they eat as a family together? How many families out there are not attending church services or fellowship uh, 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 services in order to further their walk with Jesus? How many people out there are not praying? How many people out there have not given their lives wholly to Jesus regardless of how many traps they fall into? I'll said it before and I'll say it again. You cannot make America great again until you make America godly again. And you will not make America godly again with weak Christian men and women. It is time to rise up. It is time to stand up. It is time to embody that same sentiment that you saw during that Rise Up commercial at the beginning of this show, which, again, I will show on Live from America today. So bear with me. Don't get upset that I'm playing it more than once. Even if it's just getting out there in the street and doing what Ray Comfort does or, you know what, to make it even easier so you don't have to do it the way Ray Comfort does, you can have some fun with it. You, got, you know, there's a lot of people out there who do this, what I'm about to show you, but you can have some fun with it. And this lady definitely had some fun with it. Check this out. Roll it. $50 off for every Bible question you can get right. You want to try it? In the Bible, who was Abraham's wife? Sarah. Sarah, that's $50. Is hey, for real? I'm 100%. You have my word. No, for real? Yes. No, girl. Can you name me a book in the Bible that starts with the letter C? Colossians. It's Colossians, that's another $50. Yeah, I don't know that a little bit. I promise you. <laughs> In the Bible, who did Jacob give the coat of many colors to? His son Joseph. It's Joseph. That's another $50. Let's go. You said $150. Hey, no. All right. I'm scared because I, I don't think I'm going to know no more. If you had one message to the world, what would it be? Just trust God. He's got you. He's going to give you everything that you need. And what are you going to do with the money? I'm going to save it. Some goals I'm trying to reach. I'll give you $50 for every Bible question you get right. You want to try it? Yes. Who did God speak to at the burning bush? Moses. Moses, that's $50. Let's go. Oh, my. This is real. I'm 100%. It's 100% real. Can you name me a book in the Bible that starts with the letter J? Joshua. Joshua, that's $50. There you go. This is crazy. Right, we're going to take up all your money. Yeah, but... right? I'll do one more. You one ready? More. Okay. How many times did Joshua go around the walls of Jericho? Seven. No. Oh, no, shut up. my fault. No, eight, because actually went around seven times, and then the last time he went around in them, in them all, so. It's not eight. Okay. How many times altogether, though? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, you got me. What is it? So altogether, it's 13. Thank you. I like 13. learning new things about the world. 13. If you had one message to the world, what would it be? Um, God is love. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah, you oh, need Jesus. Yeah. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, whatever. Everlasting life. Amen. Now the Lord Jesus is our only hope. He's coming soon to judge the world, too. I know, that's right. Got to be ready. He wants us to stay in the faith and to trust in him always. That's right. Well, how that blesses you? Oh, man. Thank you so much. I'll give you $50. See, ladies and gentlemen, like, you know, we do, the, we do the Slurp Fund, right? And we helped, man, we've collectively helped so many people who then turned around when they became um, well again. Uh, they turned around and they donated to the Slurp Fund and they helped. 
This year, I've dedicated two things to, to my walk with Jesus. Are you ready? I've learned four new verses, not just memorized, but definitely know inside and out and memorized four new verses. I'm trying, I'm going, I'm going for uh, like one a week. That's what I'm really trying to do. So I'm a little behind, but I'm going for one a week. I want to learn a new verse a week and I want to be able to recite that verse and know that verse whenever I'm asked, number one. Second thing I want to do, all of the money that is donated to Rumble Rants, that's our Slurp Fund money and our money to keep our producer here. Now, you guys know we've lost a lot of some sponsors lately due to the economy and inactivity. And, you know, we're, uh, we're only 50% of our donation, our monthly donation. Uh, so we're at this point, we're relying on God for pretty much every little thing. But one of my goals this year is to be able to take some of that Slurp Fund money that we all put in and go out and spread the gospel outward, videoing it just like this. Not 50 bucks, that's a lot, but 20 bucks for every right answer. 20 bucks for every right answer. You could take two, 300 bucks out for the day that everybody donated, and you could bring so much beautiful, wonderful gospel to people. Uh, so those are my goals for this year. Those are my goals for this year. Continue to learn and memorize a Bible verse every week and spread the gospel, uh, gospel outward physically, not just outward digitally like I'm doing right here. And, hey, you know, that's, uh, we'll see how it goes. But if you guys want to see that, uh, let me know in the comment thread, and uh, we'll definitely do more of that. So, ladies and gentlemen, already an hour has gone by. Rise Up is already finished. Can you believe it? <laughs> already finished. Unbelievable. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take you out the same way we brought you in with some good, beautiful, and wonderful uh, Christian music. So we're going to get that queued up for you right now. We love you. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in today. Again, if you've not rumbled yet, you can rumble. It's very easy. All you have to do is have an, have an account, and you can uh, rumble. And you rumble by um, just hitting that thumbs up and making sure you're following as well. God bless each and every one of you. I do have fun with you guys every day. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for praying for me. Thank you for praying for the LFA family. We'll keep lifting each other up in the name of God, and I think everything will be okay. I really do. You guys have a wonderful morning. Mike Crispy and Unafraid comes up next, followed by two hours of Live from America. God bless you guys. Have a great morning. Don't forget. Rise up, always.